Hi everyone, I'm Navya. And I'm Sabine. In this episode, we will be talking about victim blaming, which is a very apparent problem in our society. The definition of victim blaming is when a victim of a crime or any wrongful act is held entirely or partially at fault for the harm that was inflicted upon them. In the case of sexual harassment and assault, the victim is usually made to feel like they are making a bigger deal than it actually is. Victim blaming is a big problem in our society. Jackson Katz illustrates one of the main reasons for victim blaming in his TED Talk. Quote, there are numerous reasons for victim blaming. One is that our whole cognitive structure is set up to blame victims. Basically, we are cognitively set up to blame women and question their choices instead of the perpetrators. That's why you'll often hear the saying, don't get raped instead of don't rape. Victim blaming focuses on the so-called mistakes of the victim instead of the crimes of their attacker. Whenever we hear about a sexual assault case in the news, we always think, What was she wearing? Why didn't she cover up? Why was she drinking? Why was she out so late? Why was she walking by herself? Why did she take the bus? Why did she smile at that stranger? Why didn't she scream for help? Why didn't she protect herself? Why did she say yes? Why did she say no? These questions are all the wrong things to ask. You should be questioning the perpetrator's choices, not hers. Women dress and act to feel comfortable and confident. And in addition, a woman's actions, as mentioned in our previous episode, do not mean that she is consenting to sexual activity. But what can you do about this? To many people, victim blaming seems like an overwhelming problem to try and solve. You might not be able to solve this problem single-handedly, but one thing you can do is educate your friends and family on this problem. A second action you can take to stop somebody from making remarks that contribute to victim blaming is a norm in our society. Speak up. If you hear someone saying something wrong, don't just ignore it. It's like the famous philosopher Edmund Burke once said, for evil to succeed, it only is necessary for good men to do nothing. Obviously, it is also necessary that other genders besides men fight back against evil, which in this case is victim blaming. The last action we suggest you take is to communicate with media sources on the messages they've conveyed about victim blaming via their website, video, movie, or other media. For example, if you read an article that is shifting the blame to the victim of a sexual assault rather than focusing on the perpetrator's crimes and actions, you should write to the author of that article. You can educate them on what victim blaming is and tell them why it is such a big problem in our society. You can also ask them to amend their article to shift the blame away from the victim and onto the perpetrator. Remember, you aren't limited to authors of articles. You can also write to YouTubers, producers of movies and shows, bloggers, and more. Educating people on the problem is the first step. If everyone knows about the problem, they can help solve it by working together. Another part of victim blaming, as mentioned above, is that the victim is made to feel like they are playing the crime up to be something it is not or making a mountain out of a molehill. Often, when victims file sexual assault or harassment allegations, they are shamed or brushed aside. This especially happens when a victim reports sexual harassment. Sexual harassment is seen as a small thing that the victim can just get over. For example, if a victim goes to the police about being inappropriately touched at their workplace, it is very unlikely for the police to take any action on it. The perpetrator will probably walk away with little more than a slap on the wrist and the victim will most likely be fired or made an outcast in their workplace. 
This is shocking to think about because sexual harassment is actually illegal and has been since the mid-20th century. The Civil Rights Act of 1964 officially made sexual harassment illegal in the workplace. To further this act, the EEOC has commissioned many regulations and guidelines for preventing sexual harassment at work. Victims of sexual harassment can actually sue for damages per a 1991 amendment due to Title VII of the Act. With this in mind, it is highly probable that everybody in the U.S. has broken at least one law in their lifetime. So, Nevia, per last episode, I asked you what you found interesting. Now I'm going to ask you about it this episode. So what did you find interesting about all of this? Definitely that like sexual harassment is actually illegal and that people can actually sue uh, their their attackers and their workplace for um, damages. And I think that people don't know that. So they don't really take much action on... um, when they are, when they maybe experience sexual harassment in the workplace. But I think it is really, it was kind of mind blowing to me to realize that this is actually illegal and people still do it on a regular basis. Yeah. And the fact that it's like illegal and is still like pushed aside, like, and I didn't even know that it was illegal. Like, because people don't make a big deal out of it, you wouldn't think at all that it was illegal. Like, you think, oh, yeah, that's perfectly normal thing you know it's not illegal or anything right so but then it turns out to be illegal I agree um so something that was on my mind while I was listening to this is what is the EEOC so the EEOC is the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission um and it was established via the Civil Rights Act of 1964 and it was to administer and enforce civil rights laws against workplace discrimination. And it's kind of surprising that this is like in place because you wouldn't think that it was because you know there's still so much like unequal workplace in so many places. For me, it's kind of like, it's like somebody goes to like maybe rob this place and they're like, oh, I didn't know this was illegal when they get caught. I know, and it's so weird, because, like, really? Yeah, I I really, that was just kind of shocking. And it's really, it's really shocking, because you find out it's illegal, and then you're like, oh my gosh, why isn't it reported more? And it's because the way, like, people are taught, you know, like, it's, it's not a big thing, you don't need to make a big deal out of it, right? But it is, it's a crime, so... I agree. Actually, I'm going to mention this case that we mentioned earlier. Vanessa, I'm really sorry if I butcher your name, Gwellen? Yeah, I couldn't pronounce it either. It's it's probably supposed to be said with like an accent. So. Maybe with like a double L is something. Anyway, her, uh, her healing was like, I, I felt like that was kind of a big eye opener for me because I actually read a few articles on that and it seems like a lot of them were saying like, oh, she should have like reported this more. And I was just like, well, maybe she shouldn't have. That's all for this episode. Thanks for listening and be sure to check out our other episodes for more information.